the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I walked in today, I looked at Heidi, and I said, it's Friday. And she said, it is Friday. And I said, you know what else better? It's payday. <laughs> the only thing that would make this a better Friday is if it was a holiday. But it's not one of those. But I'll go with two out of three. As Meatloaf used to say, two out of three ain't bad. So I'll go with the two. All right, that's pretty good. All right, Chris is here. What's up, Chris? I'm doing fantastic, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Been drinking a little bit of coffee, getting ready, huh? I'm I'm up and ready. My cup of Joe was hot, and I was half done with my first cup. Good. That's good. Robert Steinbach, our law professor from over at the Bowen School of Law, whose opinions are his and his alone, but really are shared by really good conservatives, is with us as well. What's up, Robert? Uh, hey, Dave, how are you? I'm you good. You threw me off there because, you know, Chris beat me uh, onto the line. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real uh, rare event, but he's, he, he's passing me left and right. Yeah, he got his coffee ready. He's already drank half a cup. He's ready to go. Got to love that. Got to love Amen. that. All right, so I'm going to start it off with you, though. I'm going to let you turn loose. I... Uh, had on uh, Senator Hammer and uh, Johnson on Wednesday, spoke to them for an hour, along with Ken Yang, and uh, Wayne Beach was here also. And we talked about this session, and I said, in the 21 years that I've been here in uh, Little Rock, and in the 20 years that I've been covering the state legislature, uh, we had some misses but we had a whole lot of hits, and I thought it was the best uh, session that I've seen. What, what say you? Dave, I, I couldn't characterize it better. And, of course, you have two of the best state senators on your show, as you often do, uh, Kim and Mark. They are good conservatives. Uh, and let me be clear here. From time to time, they disagree with each other, uh-huh. and they disagree with me. The point being is, we don't have to be lockstep, but you know a conservative by the way he votes. And both of those fantastic senators vote conservatively. And yep. that's what we need, and we don't have enough of it. So what went well? What went well? Stand your ground went well. Yes. Uh, we changed the composition of the Senate. We brought in Dan Sullivan, and guess what? The numbers came out the right way. Why? One more conservative. I think there's slightly more than one more, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. So well, ben, is, ben Gilmore right. joined him. Of course. Uh, ben joined us. Uh, and uh, we, we've we had several in the House as well. And so it is a nice progression to, towards a conservative 
legislature. What else went well? I think Missy did a good job. Missy Irving did a very good job with her girls in sports bill, right? Yep. Are, are we going to have women's sports, Dave, or not? If we are, then we actually have to mean it. And that <laughs> bill did that. You know, that's, very- so, that's so obvious, but the left doesn't get it. If you're going to have women's sports, you got to have women playing the sports. Yeah, it's, it's really not a complicated equation now, is it? No. You don't have to take calculus to figure that one out. Uh, Dan uh, Sullivan, again, p- passed a great bill that I helped on on the Freedom of Information Act uh, about how you get attorney's fees. It came about in part because Chris is trying to get attorney's fees from the university, and all of a sudden the university said, oh, you have to go to a full trial and get a verdict to get attorney's fees. And Chris says, yeah, but I got this one from the city of Little Rock and this one from the city of Jonesboro and this one here and this one there. We get attorney's fees as attorneys all the time. And the university says, nope, nope, not going to do it. And so we passed a good law that basically made clear uh, to them what the law has always been. But sometimes you got to do that. Yep. What, what didn't happen, Dave? What didn't happen is we didn't pass the Dave Ellswick, excuse me, Dave Ellswick Freedom of Speech Bill on Campus Part 2. And we didn't do that because the Senate Education Committee has certain members who are not conservatives. Who you ask? Oh, I'll name names. I'll name names. Number one, and the guy that I'm going to work to primary, James Sturch. Got to go. Got to go. And then I'm not terribly pleased with Jane English, and I'm not terribly pleased with uh, Eads. I apologize. I I always forget his first name, Senator Eads. Uh, I'm not pleased with the three of them when it comes to conservative values. If they would have been on board, we would have passed the Dave Ellswick Freedom of Speech on Campus Bill Part 2. So James Church got to go, and we'll think about the other two as well. All right. That sounds good. I'll tell you, here's – and Chris, I'm going to come back to you here in just a second. Yes. And that is this. SB 298 uh, ran into some problems because there were some problems with the bill. They got that taken care of. They wrote new legislation. They passed it. And uh, it may not have been what everybody wanted, but it has something in it for every everyone. And here's what I tried to tell people that were all teed off about it, that it didn't go through just the way it was written. And it was this. It used to be if something like that was killed, it was done and over with. Not now. Not now. Now we had some problems. We have enough conservatives that are in the Senate and in the House that they went in. And though it didn't have everything, it had a lot of it. And it was a win. Before, it would have been nothing. This time, we got down the field to about the 50-yard line. We'll finish it up in two years when we get a really conservative governor. That's the way I see that. Would you agree with that, Robert? 100%. Of course, you had Gary on your show, Gary Stubblefield, on your show to talk about the original version of the bill. By the way, and it's not a plug. I don't need to plug you, Dave. You have all the power brokers from this state who are conservative on your show. Uh, And that was a great example of great radio, great communication to the public. And he made clear what he was trying to do. And he also made clear that nobody communicated with him that there was a problem until all of a sudden there was a problem, meaning a little late in the game. Yeah. And so when we as conservatives work together to get things done, 
we get them done. And this is a good example of how, given that we've increased the number of conservatives that we have in the legislature, we've done something that we haven't seen typically take place in the past. And let me emphasize this final point. When you have legislators who vote one way, if they vote, I'm not talking about those lazy legislators who come all the way to Little Rock to vote present, which means not voting, or sit in the chamber and not vote at all. Those people got to go as well. You have more than one or two of those for the, for the session, you're gone, primaried, sorry. And so uh, if they vote one way and then the governor vetoes a bill and then they vote the other way, unless they press the wrong button, uh, came to Jesus, if I may borrow a term, uh, we need an explanation why they changed because the boss man told you to change. You know who the boss man, Dave is the boss man are the people that elected you. That's so right. You're flip flopping like John Kerry, because you're, uh, paying attention to what the governor does. You as a legislator are not doing your job. You got to go as well. All right. So Chris, let me bring it over to you. That bill showed that the conservatives now have enough muscle to get around the curve and get something done and even more will get done in two years because i think more conservatives are going to get elected and we'll have a governor who's conservative as well and uh I, that's a big deal this is a big turn this is a big turn yeah, it was huge it's huge to watch the true colors come out when you see the talk and you're, you think they're walking the walk but when they don't step up to make the same vote they did before to override the governor, you got to ask yourself, what's going on here? Uh-huh. Is there more politics going? Um, we, we need to re- we need to truly know if those representatives are representing what the people want. And you know what, Biden's in office. We saw his speech um, a couple days ago. You know, he's he's out to get the guns. He's out to force some federal legislation down states' throats. Yep, and. Um, So, hey, we're a conservative state, and we're going to be doing something about it. All right. We're going to come back. When we do, I think I have figured out why some Republicans would change their vote and vote not to override the governor's veto. Do I agree with it? No. But I think that I have a kind of a feel for why it happens. Cabot Emergency Hospital, they are new in Cabot. They are new to Central Arkansas. But I'm going to tell you what, here's what's really new about them, patient-centered care. Everything they do at Cabot Emergency Hospital is about you because they know your emergency matters. They know you want to get it taken care of right now so you don't have to wait and you can get back to life faster that way. 100% physician-owned. Board-certified emergency physicians with over 130 years of experience. There's one of those physicians on duty all the time at Cabot Emergency Hospital. Always open 24-7, 365. Complete radiology suite. They have x-rays. They have CT. They have bedside ultrasound. And they have their own MRI, on-site lab and pharmacy, patient-centered care. You can't beat what's going on at Cabot Emergency Hospital over there on Willie Ray Road, right in Cabot. That's right between uh, Walmart and Kroger. 
and when you're on 89. As you come over the bridge, if you're going out down, out of downtown, look to your right. If you're heading over to Kroger or to Taco Bell, which is why I usually go over the bridge, look to your left, and you'll find Cabot Emergency Hospital. Back with you early in the morning on a Friday, 620. If you're thinking about you got to be at work by 7 o'clock, know also that I'll be with you during the 7 o'clock hour. Pat Davis is going to be here. We're going to talk health care uh, during that hour. I'm going to try to get Pat to help you understand how he can sell insurance so much cheaper than the other people can. No co-pays and all the rest. That's going to come up here at 7 o'clock on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, before we w- uh, went to break, Chris, before we went to break, Robert, I made the statement that I thought I kind of got a handle on why uh, some people would change their votes to not override the governor's veto. And uh, to be honest, I think I understand, but do I agree with it? And it's absolutely not. I, I think what happens is when it comes up and the, and the governor's sitting there and uh, you know, he's already been overridden a couple of times during the session. Uh, that makes him look bad. He looked bad on Tucker Carlson when he was on uh, that show. And, and the bottom line, they didn't want to make him look any worse than they had because, uh, good or bad, uh, Governor Asa Hutchinson has stepped into the breach many a times for the Republicans and done things that nobody else wanted to do. For instance, he's written, he's run for governor before. He ran against uh, Bibi uh, because when Rockefeller couldn't, and he got soundly beat. And uh, he was the guy who was the prosecutor of then President Bill Clinton during the impeachment trial. That's a thankless job. So he's done several things. He's helped the party. Uh, raise money, things of that nature. But you know what? All that good work, things that he's done like that, he's been given the benefit of the doubt on that now, time and time and time again. It's time now to say, Mr. Governor, you got to come and, and join the party as we move the state in the direction that the people want to move the state because our motto of this state is the people rule. So how about joining us in letting the people rule? What do you think? Well, yeah, Dave, Dave, I think it's absolutely. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think they want to embarrass him any more than they have to. But I'm going to tell you that during this session, he asked for some embarrassment. I'm just he he asked for some embarrassment, and and. Uh, I just hope that I hope he comes around. Look, I I think there's no doubt that you've touched on a critical factor. That is that Republicans in both directions try to respect each other. Meaning, let me be clear. First of all, I like the governor. I voted for the governor. I support the governor. I think the governor has done a bunch of wonderful things. So the governor often respects the activities of the legislature even if he's a little hesitant on things. And the legislature often respects the activities of the governor, even if they're hesitant on certain things. But, for example, I was talking to Dan Sullivan the other day, and I said, what do you do when you have a bill and, you, uh, and you're talking to a committee member or committee chair, 
and the committee member tells you, I'm sorry, I'm not going to vote for that. And Dan said, he goes, it's all right. Look, if, if we actually just disagree and that person has a different philosophy, we move on. And I try to pass it. You know, you, it takes five votes, say, to get out of committee. I go talk to the other folks. Uh, but his point simply was, this is how the game is played, right? I, I, I want to make some sort of sports analogy, but, you know, I understand sports uh, like I understand nuclear physics. But the point is, you know, in football, you run down the field and you hit people. Well, because it's a contact sport. So is politics. But you still run down the field and try to get the ball to the end zone. Boy, I actually got through that analogy. Uh, My point being is that (laughs) you don't want to hurt the other guy. You don't want to offend the other guy. But this is how the game is played. So if you voted for a bill in the first instance and – and there's no reason to change your mind, meaning you didn't misread the bill, you didn't press the wrong button on the machine, then you should vote for the bill a second time around. That's what I mean. Yeah. So no offense, no hard feelings. We're, this is the game that we play. And if you can't play that game, I got some advice for you. There are thousands of other jobs that you can have besides being an elected official. Thousands, maybe millions. Go do that job, and you might be great at it. Because you ain't being a great legislator. That's what I mean. Yeah, and I, and I do think that the governor, and I understand the governor has his thoughts and the governor has his priorities, uh, but sometimes I believe some of the priorities he sets uh, override the main priority in doing what the voters are saying they want done. Chris? Well, yeah, I mean, you, you named, you said it, Mike, Mike Hub, Huckabee, I mean, uh, Mike Beebe, you soundly defeated Hutchinson back in 06, 08, governor's election, and now, you know, Ace is governor now, right? So he's, he's been trying to get Eight there, years. trying to get there. Yeah, now he's got the chance to do what's right, and he's vetoing stuff. He's vetoing um, what, the, what the legislature is pumping out. I, I think uh, – um, these Republican legislators down there need to, need to stand their ground and say, uh, no, Governor, we voted for this. and We can't believe that you're wanting us to turn our vote around. We're going to vote to override you. Yeah. But, but there, there's some respect there, right? they got to work with folks. They're not slamming it down his throat. This is what the people want. And the governor, as I pointed out, has done some great things for the party here in Arkansas. Uh, I think there's a lot of people – that are sitting out in the uh, the listening audience right now that are conservatives and Republicans, and they're wondering about what they hear from this governor at times. I wish that he would explain a little bit more about this pact that he wants to have and that he wants to go and change the direction of the conversation, so to speak. What is the problem. I mean, we know that he says that he wouldn't support former President Trump in 2024. But you have to understand 64% of Republicans and Democrats voted for the former president here in Arkansas. So they must have liked the policies that he had. So you should well, wake, kind, of, kind of wake up and smell the coffee on that one. Wouldn't you agree, Robert? Look, let me be clear about this. He's free not to support President Trump. That is not a legislative or executive decision. That's a political decision. That's correct. And he's free to make any recommendation that he wants. 
uh, and support any. He, he might be supporting his nephew for governor. He's free to do that as well. That is a purely political decision, and he's entitled to his view 100%. <clears throat> We're entitled to disagree with him, uh, but that is entirely within his sound discretion. And he ain't no dummy, by the way, so he's allowed to make that decision. I'm a big supporter of President Trump. I have always been a big supporter of President Trump. You know that from the time he ran the first time, and you and I both supported him. So uh, we will disagree with the governor on that, and that's okay. And this is what I'm talking about. This is not a lack of respect. This is not a lack of recognition, as you aptly pointed out, and I hopefully amplified. Yep. This is about talking about the legislators in this instance. When the governor has the power to veto a bill. It's in the Constitution. He did zero wrong in terms of his legal entitlement. Politics, you decide. Well, if you don't like that he vetoes a bill because you like the bill, that's politics. Okay, then I got to stop you. Got to stop yep. you. We'll yep. pick it up on the other side of news because we still got more to talk about because there's one, there's two other issues I want to deal with with you guys when we get back. One being where do corporations play in the political process? All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. It's, uh, let's see, what are we looking at? About 35 now? Yeah, it's about 25 minutes to 7 here on a Friday. Beautiful morning outside. Sun's rising. I'll pull the curtain down just a second, Heidi, so you're not blinded over there. She's got, like, got to put on these uh, glasses like welders have to keep her eyes from getting burned out by the sun coming up. But anyway, do you have questions about filing for Social Security? If you do... You can get those answers quickly and in a simple, easy-to-understand booklet called Your Guide to Social Security from the David Lucas Financial Group over in North Little Rock. The 27-page booklet outlines what you need to know. That could help you get even more income when you file for Social Security. So if you're within five years of filing for Social Security, get this free booklet now by calling 501 222 3315, and as a bonus, uh, you'll receive a free customized Social Security analysis that pinpoints the optimal time to wring every nickel out of your benefits. Pick up the phone, call right now, 501-222-3315. Again, that's 501-222-3315. Dave Ellswick Show, Chris Corbett, let's get uh, you back on here. Uh, with us and let me uh, just throw out a subject for you to take off on uh yeah over the last few years uh, i think we go back maybe five uh there was in the uh, session uh the the we the rifra law came up and a certain corporation sent out a, a statement saying not we're not happy with this blah 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 I understand through my sources that a personal letter was sent to the governor. The governor then called everybody back together and said, we gotta, we got to rewrite this somehow. And they did. And, they, and then they passed it. It was not the RIFRA law that we wanted, but uh, it was better than a stick in the eye. And then during this session, we got into this whole thing about transgenderism and uh, bills were being passed about that. And the same corporation showed their displeasure and I do believe that the governor listens too closely to them. Look, I'm one of the biggest, baddest 
uh, capitalist that you'll ever meet. I'm just telling you, I'm a big full-time capitalist. I'm a laissez-faire kind of guy. Uh, and uh, But it really irritates me when corporations try to uh, swing their weight around the way that the one up in northwest Arkansas does. How do you feel about that, Chris? I mean, where does capitalism end and uh, a whole lot of too much, and it starts moving into corporatism uh, because of these these corporations? Well, you know, it's happened, it happens all the time. What 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 is uh, disconcerting about it or upsetting about it is when there's no transparency in it, right? Um, the, follow the money. Uh, there's big time influence with with big corporations, and um, if it if it looks like it's some sort of crony capitalism, if it smells bad and it looks bad, it probably is bad. And what happens is these power brokers behind the scenes are able to get in there and have sway with the governor. And you know, BB not long after he left office got. Uh, put on the board of Tyson's up there. Yeah, I noticed in uh, in 2020 he got a nice payday um, back during the pandemic. He had a, a stock award of 160 thousand dollars. It's payback, right? So it happens. Um, you know, we 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 live in a fallen world, but um, it, to say that there's some sort of quid pro quo going on, um, that's what you have to look out for, right? Is he making a deal somewhere down the line? It was brought up on Tucker, Car- you know, Tucker Carlson. Was he buying for a board position on Walmart? Those are plush uh, plus chairs in the boardroom. You get those stock awards for showing up once a quarter or once a year to a board meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it stinks. And what you're talking about is um, the ability of some small entity to override the, pop- you know, the state. The views of the state, three million people. Well, I'll so, tell you, I'll tell you yeah. what. I'm I'm a lover of Walmart. Sam Walton took a five and dime store and built it into an empire. Uh, now that he's died, uh, family members and other people that have been hired by Walmart has forgotten their beginnings, and now they want to control things. And to McMillan, I repeat, after I read his his statement about. You know, there's more that we got to do about, uh, you know, transgenderism and all the rest. You know, if that's what you want to do, then put your money up and get in the race and run for governor. That's I mean, that's the way I feel <laughs> as far as that. What, uh, yeah, get in, get in on this uh, uh, as well, Robert. What do you think? Dave, you actually, <clears throat> excuse me, as usual, raise a critically important uh, issue in politics. Look, I think the governor should communicate with the folks at Walmart. Sure. As well as the people, as well as other businesses, everyone. The question is whether there's outsized influence from one individual or one corporation compared to the average Joe. I'm an average Joe. You're an average Joe. Chris is one and a half average Joes. <laughs> the point is that we need to have a voice equal to everyone else's voice. No one is bigger than the next. If that's the case, take the call from Walmart. No problem. But if you're taking Walmart's call, I want my call taken as well. That's all. And weighed as heavily as Walmart's call. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, I understand Walmart throws a lot of money around. I mean, I understand to to elected officials to help them get reelected or maybe to get to elected the first time. I just 
get concerned when I start seeing corporations that start trying to muscle out the people's voices. Because, again, our motto in the state is the people rule, not the corporations mm-hmm. rule. The people rule. Let me add a thought, Dave, as well, which is I'm a huge fan of Walmart. And that happened well before I ever moved to Arkansas. I used to go shopping at Walmart in New York. I thought they were a fantastic store. I think they are a fantastic store. And I also, of course, shop at Sam's. This is not a a commercial for them. Uh, The the point I want to make about Walmart is it is the greatest uh, equalizer in the United States. It's much more of an equalizer than government welfare. Now, if you have a modest income, you can actually buy stuff. Why? Because Walmart makes an effort at keeping prices down for the average Joe. So they provide a really great service. But we get to decide whether or not we go there. You know, and if you have the the, the folks from the Heights where I live or the folks uh, from the neighboring uh, neighborhood, which is known to be granola crunchy uh, tree huggers, uh, and they want to go to the little mom and pop, knock yourself out. You're free to do all that. Nobody's telling you what to do. So I'm not against Walmart. Quite the contrary. I'm a huge fan. You can put a Walmart in my neighborhood, and I'll love it. I'll walk over there every other day. But they shouldn't have a bigger voice, and I'm not saying they do, because now we're talking about the the politician side, not the business side. They're allowed to make as many phone calls as they want. The politician needs to understand, you'll take their call, take mine too. I got you. All right, let's take uh, our final break as we uh, finish up this hour this morning. Robert Steinbach is with us. He's a law professor over at the Bowen School of Law. His opinions are his and his alone, not necessarily reflective of the Bowen School of Law or the university to which it's attached. And then out in Conway is Chris Corbett. He's a practicing attorney in, uh, in Conway. His specialty is in engineering law, but he does a whole lot more than just that. And he's with us today as well. When we come back, gentlemen, I want to talk about the president's speech the other night and what you thought about it. And, Chris, I'll start it with you when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. East End Towing, don't forget about them. They're a great, great outfit. And they just uh, joined the Dave Ellswick Show this week as a, uh, you know, a sponsor of the show, making it possible for us to be on the air. And we thank East End Towing for doing that. They are taking their time here on the Dave Ellswick Show to remind you about some important things when you're out on the road. Like, what should you do when your car breaks down? Let's say you're out there on the interstate on I-40, you know, and everybody's whizzing past you at like 80, 85 miles an hour like they do. And uh, what should you do? Well, if you can, pull to the right shoulder get over on the right shoulder that means you're not on the shoulder on the fast lane if you can do that do that also if it's possible get off i-40 or off the interstate or the fast uh, road and get into a parking lot where you don't have all that traffic flashing past you secondly when you're out on the road and uh you see a tow operator working on the side of the road, move over into the lane that gives you, uh, puts you on the other side of the road from the tow operator because tow operators have been killed out on the highway because people have hit them while they're working on the shoulder. So slow down and move over. 
out there on the road. That's East End Towing. You need a tow. Here's the people to call. No matter the situation, East End Towing can handle it, and they got all the answers, just like I just gave you some answers they just gave, that we just talked about. Call East End Towing, 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. All right, let's get to the uh, final section of today's show. We've talked and we've covered a lot of territory. If you've noticed, we've talked a lot about local politics because local politics will uh, affect you quicker and more often than what national politics will. But with that said, there is a time to talk about national politics because we've got a president who's in the White House now who believes that he has an unending source of income to use to spend on programs because he thinks your money belongs to him. And let's turn it over to Chris. And the president spoke uh, earlier this week, and uh, it's concerning how much money. I mean, he was talking like six was, six trillion dollars. Oh, it it killed me. It, it pained me to watch it, Dave. I, I turned it on. I tried to watch it. I was waiting for something I could grab onto, right? But here's what I heard. Here's what I heard. I heard higher taxes, open borders, and crushing debt. I was I, I I turned it off just like the other 22 million viewers did. Less I mean the less this is the least amount of folks that have watched a, a president's speech on the first hundred days. But once again, Dave, the, the Democrats they have these lofty goals, right? They sound good. Can't we solve immigration? Yeah, he says that. Can't we do it? Well, let me tell you what he did do. He shut down the building of the wall, right? Yeah, he, he talks like he wants to fix it, and then he shuts down the building of the wall. He talks about um, swelling the middle class, but he shuts down the Keystone Pipeline. There's a very, I'm going to predict it right now. Gas prices are going up. Is that hard to say? I'm worried that there's going to be a limited supply of gas. Mm. I've heard from some people in the industry that this summer there may be a shortage of gas. Oh, no, All gas gas lines is, again. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, potentially. Oh, my and God. When you hear these things, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. So what are they doing? All the convenience stores are topping off. They're topping off their tanks. They're driving up demand. And guess what? Supply is limited because we have to truck it because we don't have a pipeline open and flowing. So he says one thing, but in fact, does something else. Um, yeah, we want to we, we want to hurt that. I mean, we want to lower the debt, but no. He says he wants to lower the debt, but he's got a $6 trillion spending plan. $6 trillion, mm-hmm. right? A thousand billion. So, he, yeah, all he did was advocate, and then the final with the icing on top, crushing debt, higher taxes, open borders, and then he puts a little cherry on top and says, we can do it. We can ban high-capacity magazines. We can ban these assault rifles. Guess what? He's talking about legislating more laws against the law-abiding citizens. It's so simple. The criminals don't care how many gun laws you pass. It's not going to prevent a criminal from getting a gun. That's correct. And um, that's what I heard, Dave. I, I had to turn it off. I just had to turn it off, and I thought, okay, I'll catch the, I'll catch the, um, the critics um, and what they have to say about it. Okay. Well, I'm going to go. Brutally I'm, disappointing. Yeah. Well, yeah. It definitely was for me, but it was nothing that I wasn't expecting. Robert Steinbach is here, too. Before he says how he feels, let me remind you, his opinions are his and his alone and not necessarily that 
of the uh, the school of law where he works. All right, Robert. Dave, it's the first time in my life <clears throat> that I haven't watched the presidential first address. And I didn't do it because I hate Biden or anything silly like that. I didn't do it because I can't watch him any longer. Watching him with the, the squinting eyes as he's <clears throat> reading off the teleprompter words that seem unfamiliar to him and that kind of glazed over look that he has is it, it, it's, it's, it's painful. It's actually just painful to watch. I know a lot of older folks, some of whom with different difficulties and disabilities, and and I'm sympathetic, but it's also always kind of a, always, but it's you know can be a challenge when you you see the person struggle, and frankly, I see that too often with Biden. Sometimes there he's perfectly lucid, and other times he's not, and I'm always afraid to watch to see which is the instance because it 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 just makes me uncomfortable. So I didn't watch it. Well, not only did you not watch it, but uh, 20 million fewer people watched it than watched Trump's speech. That's right. That's, that's a, right. That, says a, was, that says a lot right there. There was, there was one part that was, that was good, Dave. And it was, it's when the camera switched to Senator Ted Cruz from Texas falling asleep. That's all I remember. I, I'll tell you <laughs> what. Ted Cruz was... Uh, the be- the best part of his speech is when he said "God bless America" and "Good night." Yeah, yeah. That's basically for me. I mean, it it was pretty incredulous to me that you got this what one point seven trillion dollar program uh, for infrastructure sitting out there that is more of a memo than a bill. You've got uh, all the money that they did for uh, COVID nineteen. By the way. I had uh, Aker on uh, this week from over at the University of Central Arkansas, one of the great think tanks that we have here in Arkansas, and they told us on the air on, uh, what was it, Tuesday, I think. Was it Tuesday? No, it was not Tuesday. It was Monday. Monday they were on. And did you guys realize $3 trillion have flowed into the state during the COVID-19 pandemic three trillion dollars didn't know that money that's yeah yeah (laughs) who said that who said that's a lot of money yeah rob yeah i mean you know that it's kind of like uh listening listening to you say that was like listening to everett dirksen saying a million here a million there now we're talking to real money now it's a trillion dollars here and a trillion dollars there and we're talking to real money it's crazy what's going on and uh i I just got to tell you you know, over the last two years, has your government got three trillion dollars better? Of course no. I mean, I, I think that's a question we all got to ask, and hopefully, uh, the legislature will put together. And I know people hate this word, a commission, and take a look of how that money was spent and how well it was handled. A lot of it went into the. Uh, what is it, unemployment fund and things of that nature. Do you realize that we have over $600 million in our rainy day fund and no rules and no rules on how to spend it? That's right. Here's an idea. Give it back to the people. Wait, you can't do that. They wouldn't even give $60,000 back to the people that took money from during the COVID-19 pandemic. 
And remember, that's $60,000 total, not per person, per group, per area, per district, total. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can't give them. To, you can't get them to, you know, let go of sixty thousand dollars. They got a hold of that money like they do on a chicken's neck when Sunday dinner's ready. That's right. But they'll <laughs> vacuum the money out of your wallet like it's dirt on the floor. But once they get a hold of it, uh, like you say, they'll hold on t- tighter than than someone hanging on the edge of a cliff. It's really remarkable, isn't it? It really. It, I mean, seriously, if you think about it, it it's not only. Uh, upsetting, it's really unbelievably almost criminal as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Almost criminal. This is is our money. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Well, I just, it's just, Dave, it it outrages you because they they talk about these lofty goals, which you agree with, right? Secure the borders. Yeah, let's secure the borders. Then why did you stop building the wall? It just dumbfounds you. Well, because the Democrats really don't want to stop what's going on on the border. Yeah. And it's been very right. obvious. I mean, unless you're so myopic that you're blind, you can see what's going on down on the border. And not only that, can you see that they're coming in, but they're not even not even offering vaccinations, basically, for COVID-19. So the poor people in New Mexico and Arizona and Texas – Got all of these people carrying this disease back into their states. That's right. You're right on it, Dave. It's crazy. I've been saying that for a long time. That, you know, we've had, uh, you know, problems with uh, mumps here in Arkansas, measles here in Arkansas, uh, across the United States, tuberculosis. It's not because people aren't vaccinated. It's because we're letting people that are typhoid Marys come into our country. Sorry, shouldn't be happening. Should not be happening. Chris, I appreciate you joining us. How many cups of Joe did you go through? I got three. You got three. Good job, man. Good job. (laughs) How how about you, Rob? Did you get at least one cup down? I got a cup of Joe and a cup of tea. All right. I like that. Guys, have a great weekend. It's going to be pretty today. It's going to be pretty tomorrow. Get your umbrella for Sunday. And I'll see you next Friday. How's that sound? God bless, brother. All right. Talk to you later. We'll take a break. News is coming up. And then Pat Davis, the health uh, plan man, will be sitting right here in studio with me explaining how his business works. Don't go anywhere. We're going to save you money when we come back. So Pat Davis comes slandering into my uh, studio with Baby Yoda on his chest and a Packers uh, hoodie on. And all I got to say is, will Aaron Rodgers be with the yeah. Packers next <laughs> you year? bring that up. Yeah. 
Man, you talk about changing the whole draft last night. Yeah, that was Holy cow. Yep. That's crazy. Now, things have calmed down some since last night, and I'm hearing that Rodgers is probably going to stay with the Packers. Yeah, I've heard that. But uh, I, I just got to say, San Francisco called oh, the yeah. Packers immediately and said, are you, are you willing to trade him? Yeah. They said, no. <laughs> they said that was their exact answer. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> If they would have gotten rid of the MVP, yeah, that's you right. know, I mean, come on, that yeah. would have been crazy. That would have been. That's never even. Well, I take it back. It happened with Jim Brown back in the '60s, and then he retired from football. Mm. He'd had enough at that point. Yeah, you know, I don't know about you know Rogers. He used to date Danica Patrick. You know, yeah. Now he's dating that girl that Divergent. Yeah, did the, the Divergent movies. Yeah. Yeah, Allegiance like and all those other ones. Yeah, those are good movies. When when you're a huge sports star and you got that much money, women are attracted to you like a magnet. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. So that leaves us out, Pat. Yeah. Me and Corey talk about that all the time. No, that's not true. <laughs> well, it's good to have you here. I I talk about you here on the show, of course, and. I appreciate you, number one, supporting my show, and I thank you for that. But number two, I believe in what you're doing. Yeah. And I, I talk about it on the air, and I can't tell you how many people say to me, Dave, it just sounds too good to be true. 30 to 50% less. Real insurance, you know, with any insurance company that's out there. Uh, no co-pays, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And they go, come on, you know. I get checks maybe back from the hospital, yes, and and Pat can address that. But I'm going to ask you, in the simplest terms possible, why can you do this? It's a good question, and it's a really easy answer. We, If you take a look at a typical scenario when you have uh, a health claim, let's use an example that has been very, very popular with my clients. You go to the urgent care center, right? Well, they're going to charge you somewhere if, if you have health insurance. Let's just use if you have Blue Cross, okay? You go and you show your card, and they're going to either give you one of two things normally. They're going to have a $100 copay or such, and the other option would be that all of that money would go toward your deductible. Uh-huh. And, anytime, and a lot of people will think, oh, it's, that goes toward the deductible. No big deal. Going toward the deductible means it's coming out of your pocket. That means they're paying nothing on that until you, they say, okay, now you're done. The problem with that is that they've got people so brainwashed that it's the only way that it's just not true. So here's a typical scenario with our clients. They go to the same urgent care. Their bill is the same $240. They get a discount from our network of about half of that. And then the insurance company pays for that visit pays three, four, whatever, hundred dollars based on the plan, and the client keeps the difference. The other, the company keeps the difference. Here's another example. This is why it's so easy to understand. It's not too good to be true. You go to the hospital and you have a steroid injection. It costs the hospital 75 cents for that injection. Okay. They bill Blue Cross and better, United Healthcare, $350 or more. It was a 400-time markup. So 
this is this is my passion, as you know, Dave, and it's my big pet peeve with what's going on in our government right now. Is it okay for me to talk about this? <laughs> You're on my show, of course. Okay, it's okay. Well, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, this, this is my this is my soapbox. We have an administration who believes the answer to everything is more government intervention, and when it comes to health care, the answer is to make health insurance. Not only affordable, but mandatory, no matter what a person's situation is in life, they have to have health insurance, and the insurance has to cover everything, no matter how expensive it gets. Well, what happens then? To use weird words, it gets more expensiver all the time as a result. So what we encourage is just the opposite. We say what price transparency is the key. And what's sad is our previous administration was moving in that direction. We had laws that were put in place where hospitals had to show in a machine-readable format what their prices were. So when I'm talking with a couple, out in, a lot of times, you know, the wife will call me and, and, you know, I'm talking to her and then we're going to talk together, her and I and the husband or whatever. And, um, and that's a big deal because our insurance is different. I don't have a thing like where I'll say, hey, I'll share all this with you and then you can go talk to your spouse. I really discourage that. I want people to understand that. And there's a good reason. But I said, can you imagine if your husband went and bought that truck he's been looking for for so long and he calls you on the phone on the way home and he says, honey, I got that truck I've always wanted. And then you say to him, how much was it? And then he says, well, I'll find out in six weeks. You know, the next call you're going to make is going to be to a counselor. And, you know, honey, you're crazy. You're not even going to tell me how much it cost. But this is how we get ripped off in America every single day. We go to the hospital. We Six weeks later, eight weeks later, however many weeks later, we get a bill and we have no clue how much it's going to be. So we have a bill for a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand millions in some cases for stuff that should cost almost nothing by comparison. Percentage of that. Um, one of my favorites uh, in, in in America right now, as far as doctors, is a guy by the name of Doctor Marty McCary, and he wrote a book called The Price We Pay. And it's revolutionized my life because he traveled the country and took some friends of his that are, these guys are from Johns Hopkins, like the Johns Hopkins, right? Uh, one of the most prestigious places in the country. And he said what's really sad now, and I've seen him, like he's on Fox News quite a bit too, right? But I've seen him and he'll say, you know, the sad part in, in America right now is some of the worst health care is some of the most expensive. And people are like, I want the best health care that money can buy. It doesn't mean anything anymore. And the other side of the coin is there's nothing more expensive than something that's free because there's a catch to it. I mean, even as Christians, right, the greatest price ever paid was what Jesus did for us. Right. Simple as can be. So even though it's as free as can be to us, it was a huge price that he had to pay. And so if we have free health care, man, are we going to pay a price? Well, let's take about that, uh, what the president said the other night when he gave his speech. And he talked about health care for a very short period of time. But what was his answer, uh, answer to help uh, the average American? We're going to pay more on your uh, subsidy. 
We're going to give you more money on your subsidy. And I'll repeat what Thomas Jefferson said back at the founding of the republic that Gerald Ford always said when he was president, a government big enough to give you everything is big enough to take Take it all away. away. That's right. That's right. And, you know, the the subsidy is another thing I want to address because it's open doors that are unbelievable. And there's lots of people who are going to get a subsidy. I personally believe it will be taken away and people are going to be left owing lots of money and taxes, other things. So, I mean, there's people listening to me right now are so excited about a subsidy. I have an agent friend in Chicago who wrote a policy for a guy a couple of weeks ago. The guy's making a quarter million dollars a year, and he's getting $44 a month subsidy from the government. I mean, that's just plain stupidity. They're, they're, this government is so out of control. Uh, you know, I, I shared this. I even have an ad that's run and may even once in a while still run. But when you look at how much just the $1.9 trillion is and you convert that into miles, if you drove at the speed of light, it would take four months to go 1.9 trillion miles. Four months. And That's the president, how much money. president talked another $6 trillion. Uh, I, I, it's like, I guess it's just oh, stuff they can go and pull, you know, leaves off trees and turn it into dollars. You know, I mean, it's just, there's no understanding whatsoever with this administration about what type of a price people are going to pay ongoing for this i mean it's just real and you you tell me if if this is not what they're hoping to do there you got to pay for this sooner or later i mean they're going to go in they're going to raise taxes everywhere yeah and sooner or later it's going to come directly i mean it's already going to come out of your pocket but they're going to take it directly out of your pocket you're going to be like living in europe where 70 percent of your of your pay stub Goes to is tax. taxes. Yep, absolutely. I've been in Europe on mission trips many times, and we've had this conversation. And in some of the most affluent countries, like Belgium, and they're just like, well, we're just used to it. You know, we get everything from the government, but we pay, you know, for it. But the other thing is, I want to stress for those who are listening, maybe have a limited time to hear me, if you're getting a subsidy, you need to call me. Because there's some things, even if you get a subsidy, you still have a plan that's really horrible. And it's like my, my team leader, we just did a really in-depth boot camp, you know, and trained agents and did some stuff here in Cabot. And, uh, and he said, you know, it's one thing if you are on a date and that person is ugly, you know, and it's another thing if that person also is really demanding as far as your money. So now you've got somebody who's ugly and expensive. And that's what you have with our government right now with health care. It's really ugly and it's still expensive because even if you get a better rate monthly, you've got big deductibles. You've got co-pays. So what we're doing is we're building these plans where we can help get rid of those. So here's the bottom line, and I've never been able to say this. This is what's so cool, right, Corey? Is I just tell everybody out there, no matter what your situation is, you have nothing to lose to call me and see what we can do. If you're getting a subsidy, we can help you get rid of the deductibles. If you're not getting a subsidy, you're paying too much. We save people thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars every every single month. And right now, we are uh, my team, myself, and a handful of agents. <clears throat> excuse me, are managing somewhere I don't know, maybe a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a month in premium. 
And it's just continuing to grow because people are tired of paying more than they need to for health care. And when you listen to me, you can hear my passion and my clients know it. And one of the most exciting you things start to shaking. me. We got, yeah, yeah, no I, doubt I, I about it. I've got to hold you, all right? Okay. Now, do, promise me you won't blow up during the break. <laughs> I won't. I won't. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I won't. Okay. For we're sure. we're going to come back and talk some more here on the, the Dave Ellswick Show. By the way, uh, Pat Davis's phone number is 501 605 6935. 501 605 6935. And we're going to. Talk to Corey as well here in uh, this next segment as we come up. Let me remind you about what's going on with Applied Research. Uh, They've got a couple of different studies going on. They have one about type 2 diabetes. This is a clinical study. Limited spots are still available. Uh, You may be eligible to participate in the study if you have, one, type 2 diabetes with inadequate glycemic control, or two, are on two or three diabetic medications. Qualified participants will receive study-related evaluations and study uh, drugs at no cost along with compensation for your time. Then they also are doing a study about acute back muscle spasms. Uh, The resumed study is currently seeking volunteers to participate in a clinical research study to evaluate a new non-opioid investigational medication for patients suffering from back pain due to or associated with muscle spasms. Now, eligible study participants will be compensated for their time. Participant uh, or participation in Resume is voluntary, and study participants can leave at any time and for any reason. If you want more information on this or you want to you know, be, put your name into the hopper to get into one of these studies, call 501 501- Nine five four seventy eight twenty two five zero one nine five four seven eight two two five zero one. I mean, I got I got to take this off so I can get it closer to me. My arms are long enough. It just got to make them shorter so I can read things. Five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five, and then online if you like to do it that way. Your Health Plan Man, that's one word, yourhealthplanman.com. And uh, I'm sure a lot of you are going to want to get a hold of him after you hear this whole show today. Because this is the reason I brought him on. Because, uh, you know, I get to talk a couple of minutes each time that I talk about. And I, I, I just hit the high points. Well, we're going to hit all kinds of points here. Now, now Corey, you had... Uh, Cody, you had something that you wanted to talk. You want was it mental health care? Is that what you wanted to talk about? Well, no, it wasn't necessarily mental health care. Um, but I was just listening to the question you asked about putting it simply and and yeah. and listening to Pat. You know, ex, you know, he's passionate about it and trying to explain and go into it. I was just thinking about a situation I had with a client. Um, and you know, mental health is one of those things. It's a weird area. You know, it's usually expensive, and most of the 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 people that provide it don't want to be covered under insurance, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all about relationships and, you know, um, that whole thing. But this gal, she uh, she was going into a, a, a local hospital and uh, and talking with a counselor. And if if she just goes in, puts her card down, does the whole thing, you know, they charge three hundred and eighty some odd dollars to the insurance company. And if she goes in and self pays, like, in other words, says, hey, I'm going to pay up front. Seventy five dollars. Okay, so, and, and I'm like, 
And I, and I just told her, I said, listen, you understand something, right? There's no business in this country. There's no business in the world that bought something for $10 and sold it for 8 and is still around. Correct. So they're still making a dime off of you for $75. Now, what's the benefit of doing it that way? Well, the benefit is, is you have this awesome insurance that's going to pay out benefits regardless of how you use it and regardless of what you know the cost is from the provider. And you're incentivized to go for the $75 because any benefit that's left over after the company puts their money on you the table is going to get passed on to you. And, and, I'm, and she's in... It's just like these aha moments. I was talking to another client. He's like, you mean as the provider, it's my right to find out what this is going to cost. I can just ask them what the self-pay cost is, what is going to be. I'm like, absolutely. It's your right. I mean, you're the consumer at the end of the day, right? You're the one that's going to have to fork the money out. It's your body. I know. And it's just these aha moments because it's almost like people have just been lulled into sleep. It's kind of like the whole thing of, you know, my parents... Uh, they wanted to own their vehicles. Like, me, w- what's that mean? Not have a car payment. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, not 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 currently be paying on a car. And now, what do we, what's it? What's what's the majority of everybody used to? Well, you just have a car payment always. You know, after a year or so, you go trade or it back more. in and you get another car payment or yeah. you know whatever. And that's just that's you're, just you're the, singing my song right now, man. I'm you know, just telling I mean, you. it's just the thing, right? And 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 so we've all kind of been lulled into this whole idea where we just go in and we put our card on the table. And we have no freaking clue. Oh, we know how much our copay is. $25, $35, $50, whatever your copay may be. We have no clue what's happening behind the scenes, what kind of money's exchanging hands. And I think that's why people think it sounds too good to be true. Because they have no freaking clue how much money the insurance company's forking out and the providers are getting rich, you know, and how much money's being passed behind doors. They just don't know. All right. So that's what we're dealing with today to tell you. This is a different way. It's a legal way. It's just a different way of doing something that you get to be in the driver's seat. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I and I just want to say Corey is my son in law and you know, I have about five or six people that are clients of mine that are my agents as well. And you know, that says a lot when you have people that go from being a client to becoming an agent because they're so passionate about it. You know, one of my team leaders, um, Doug, figured out that it's about two to three premiums a year that he and his family save just by using our plan, by going to a chiropractor, by going to the doctor, by getting checkups, by doing things that are preventive because of what we do. Mm -hmm. So it's like, those of you who've heard me for a while heard this analogy, but it's like you go to a casino and they throw money on the table and say, hey, it's house money night and you can use as much as you want. If you have money left over, you can leave with it. Same thing with ours. We'll put our money on the table for every kind of situation that gets paid for. So if you go to the doctor on the plan that my wife is on right now, she has our best plan. I'm on a little bit older plan because those of you know my story, I was in the hospital in 2019, had a pulmonary embolism for four nights. I was in the hospital, almost died, had my entire bill paid in full and had a check for almost three grand when I got out of the hospital. But my wife is on our newest plan. And if she goes to the doctor, she gets paid $160. The average cash pay office visit in central Arkansas is $80. So I have people all the time, oh, Pat, I got to have a copay. So you'd rather pay 25 or 30 or $50 to go to the doctor than get paid 75 or $80 to go to the doctor. 
Really, seriously, that's something you just have to think about. Okay, the only person I can help is a person who just refuses to try and understand and learn from it. And that's why I tell everybody, call me, call me, call me, call me. I've been telling them to call you. Here's the key. You're used to doing it this way. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way to do it. It's the way you've been taught to do it. All right, let's take a break. we got Rush for you, then we'll be back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 25 minutes till 8. If you got to be at work at 8 o'clock and you're, you know, north of Jacksonville on uh, 67, nudge it up a little bit. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. You want to nudge it up just a little bit. Hey, don't forget about PI Roofing. Talking about nudging up. I got them coming up. Hey, Heidi, I always tell people I call PI Roofing when I need somebody. I called them uh, the other day. They're going to be out at my house on Monday. I told everybody we had all that rain the other day. And over my flat screen in the living room, my wife goes, you see that up there? And I'm like, what? You know, because I'm thinking it's a spider because she's scared to death oh, of yeah, spiders yeah. and she wants me to kill some. And she says, no, the discoloration. And oh I looked gosh. and sure enough, there's a leak. There's a, it, And it's not big. It's small. But when you see a leak, you call PI roofing. Now, because it's coming into my living room on the drywall does not necessarily mean that the leak coming through my roof is over my living room. To be honest with you, it can be back in the first bedroom and somehow is, you know, coming through and then rolling down the, the top of the, the, the plywood on your on your roof and then onto a two by four and then down the two by four and then dripping off um, yeah. where it's at. It can be all over the place. That's why PI Roofing always says they're your roof leak detectives because sometimes they got to get up there and there is there's some detective kind of stuff that they do to find exactly where the leak is but they'll be out at my house on monday so like i tell you it's just the people i call when i got a problem with my roof i personally the last time i had a roof put on i i asked them and it had been 18 years ago i'm thinking it may be time for a new roof we'll find <laughs> we'll find out uh when they get out there on monday but this kind of service you can get as well Here's the number to call. I'm going to give you the special bat phone number to call that I call. 707-3551. 707-3551. Now, Adam West will not answer. Uh, some some of the people that work for Joel Johnson will answer and get you all set up and get somebody out, take care of your roof. That's PI Roofing, piroofing.com. All right, Pat Davis is here, your health plan man. That's his website, by the way. One word, yourhealthplanman.com. His phone number is 501-605-6935. And he, now he wants to talk to you who are in the field, or maybe you're not in the, the insurance field, and you'd like to maybe shift it up and make some money. <laughs> Go ahead, Pat. It's a situation right now because of our... Uh, government, we've been talking a little bit about up to this point today, um, that's opened just absolute gateways to, to people. There's going to be, literally, there's going to be many multimillionaires made in the next handful of years because everybody is who has insurance can get other insurance to help. Because like I was saying, 
the you might have a subsidy and you might have just got a whole new situation in your life as far as your insurance but the problem is you're also having more money that's going to come out of your pocket when you go to use it well we do policies to help people so that in those kind of situations you know they might even get money back and not have money out of pocket or whatever so there's a lot of things like that so it's opened the doors to people who are insurance agents already and if you are, if you, especially if you're a health agent, call me because what we're getting ready to do, there's one company that's poised to really take the lead in this country right now when it comes to health insurance and health care and, and health insurance because health insurance and health care aren't the same. But um, I'll tell you all about it. All you got to do is call me or text me and we're hiring agents like crazy right now because... Um, we've experienced such a level of success. It's been phenomenal. And I really do. I appreciate Dave. I appreciate 101. I appreciate Salem in general, the fish, other stations um, that are connected and associated with them. That's where most of my clients have come to me through. And then, of course, I get a lot of referrals from them. And But the bottom line is, this is a great opportunity. And I know a lot of people are looking for something that's safe and secure. And as long as you don't mind getting commission pay, it's tremendous. And I know a lot of people that are getting, uh, you know, what we call as earned when they make a sale. And it's very, very minimal for the major, you know, insurance companies for health insurance. And uh, we advance commissions so people can get money they can use to live and whatever. But if you kind of thought, you know, I'm, maybe I'm going to go into insurance in the future, there's no better time. And I really honestly do believe that there really is no better team than the team that we're building in the direction that we're going. And my, like I said, my clients that are uh, turning into agents to me is proof of that more than anything else. So listen, if you have your license, say, clients, yeah, you know that become agents yep people who came to him he saved them money and they said light bulb ford moment you know and i have them studying online right now dave to get their license several of them and i have others who already have and Corey's with me he's my son-in-law uh i have relatives and friends basically from church you know so we're not talking about you know like a a scam thing people that are you know (laughs) <laughs> they're not going to you know be a part of that if it is so we're doing so I many cool things i wouldn't be talking things. to you if it was a scam absolutely that's right but i'm just <laughs> saying some people feel like if it doesn't have that big you know that blue cross united healthcare those names like that that it's not something that you can rely on and the truth is i think it's crazy that as a 62 almost 63 year old man and my wife who's going to be 62 that we have maternity insurance if we have obamacare or you know, whatever it's going to be called, the American Rescue Plan Act. There's all kinds of different names. But the big thing I'm saying is that if you've been thinking, you know what, I'm thinking maybe going into real estate. I'm thinking about maybe doing this. Think about this. All of our appointments are done over the phone. You don't go and see anyone. You can work night and day. It's up to you. You can work weekends. It's however you want to do it. But we have several people who will be earning six-figure, even healthy six-figure incomes working 15, 20, 25 hours a week. And, and that's a fact because we're already doing it. We're already proven the model. So we're just saying, hey, join with us. And, and my number is 501-605-6935. And my website is yourhealthplanman.com. And all you need to do is contact me. You got nothing to lose. If you have work insurance, if you have insurance, you know, through your spouse, 
their employer, if you are self-employed, we're saving self-employed people thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a year on premium and paying them to use their insurance. And it is a tax write-off, too, for self-employed people. So, like I say, every week and whenever we're here together, just call me. You have nothing to lose. It's a few minutes that we can take, a phone call, a text. I love to text. I do a tremendous amount of texting. And you'll find out that we really value and take care of our clients. He's got calluses on his fingertips. All right, anyway. that was a, do. That was, that was a Beatles reference. He texts like a millennial. Everybody. Okay. No, well, that's from playing my Taylor. <laughs> and on top of that, let me say, you know that Pat is just totally comfortable with his married life because he just gave his wife's age out <laughs> over the air. All right. 41 with, years. <laughs> with that in. Let me ask you, all right, you, you've you, you just taken this up. Well, you've been doing this for what, a year now? Uh, not even. Not even a year. Okay. What were you doing before? Um. I managed a book of business uh, for um, a company that um, manufactured cable. So okay. cat cable, um, fiber optic, you know, all of it. And so um, we sold the cable. I, I, I was a sales rep. I was an inside sales rep and, and you know, I, I just I sold cable. Okay, so you know, I've been in sales for quite a while. So well, well and, and sales is not is a is an honorable and a good profession, I gotta say that. But with with that said what made you make the leap from that, which sounds like probably was a comfortable living, yeah. to to doing this? Well, and I really loved my job there, you know. I um, but really, COVID is what did it. I mean, COVID changed everything. We we were deemed um, not essential. No, essential. Oh, you were essential. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we were part of telecommunications. So we were deemed essential, but the people that buy from us, not so much. Ah. Right. Gotcha. So uh, I think they laid off 115 people um, total at, at world headquarters for the company. And so it was it was rough. I mean, I was devastated at first. I mean, I really enjoyed my job. I enjoy sales. I don't have a lot of things going for me, but I like talking. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, like, you like meeting people. <laughs> That's right. And so, um, you know, when that happened, um, it just felt right. I just I, I just I looked at my wife and said, listen, I, this is what I feel. You know, I I. Um, I, I believe it was from the Lord, honestly. I do. I just was like, and I and I reached out to Pat, and I was like, you know, I think I want to get into the insurance business, and I and I already knew that I wanted to work with him because I didn't want to, you know, he's he was successful, you know, and I knew he he's been in in uh, some type of sales, you know, forty years, yeah, as long as I've known known you, and so uh, and and had been in the insurance business, and 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 gone sold everything right you know at least as far as i'm concerned sold every kind of insurance i could think of and and had finally you know it, you know his tie he's he's tested and true you know he, he's and he was successful i'm like i don't want to reinvent the wheel pat I said but i want to get yeah. into the business and i want to sell it and you know and i'll be honest as soon as as i started studying for the the state exam i'm like man i don't know if i can sell insurance in good conscience yeah you know you start reading about managed care and all the crap that you know insurance companies do and I and I told my wife, I said, "Look, uh, this is this is insurance companies are shady, you know." But and when I started learning about the the product Pat sells, I mean, man, I just feel good. I mean, every night my head hits the pillow, I feel good about yeah, what I do definitely. because it's you're it's helping a, in people. Exactly, it's not about it's not about you know s- selling people, you know, and and that's one of the reasons I think 
you know, but I, I talk to insurance agents. You guys do it completely over the phone. How do you do it over the phone like that? I'm like, because when I talk to people, people don't feel like I'm trying to sell them because I'm not. I'm not just trying to sell them something. I, I mean, I take time to explain the process, to explain the products. And like, listen, you know, at the end of this conversation, if you don't think this is going to be a good fit or I don't think this is going to be a good fit, it's not even going to be on the table anymore. You know, walk and away so, and still be friends. Exactly. And so, you know, and, and I make sure they know that. I mean, if either one of us along the way in the conversation feel it's not going to be a good fit, we won't move forward. And so at the end of the conversation, they're like, oh, this is a good fit. I'm like, yeah, isn't it crazy? And, and I, I had one client that, you know, he had such a good group rate at work. He ended up not going with us. And I encouraged him not to because it was just it was good insurance, right. decent deductible. But he was like, dude, I'm so thankful for all the information you've given me. He's like, you have educated me in just so many things I had no clue about. And I'm going to be a different type of consumer using not even your insurance. And I said, dude, it's not a problem. That's the worst kind of consumer for some of these businesses is one that's educated, to that's be right. honest with you. All right, 13 minutes till 8. we got to get our final break in, Pat, and then we're going to come back and uh, finish up. So uh, you'll be thinking about what's the most important things you want people to walk away from this interview with. Remember, you get a hold of Pat today just by calling 501 605 69 35 or visit him online at your health plan man one word your health plan man.com all right let me talk about one other thing here before we get uh, into the rest of this break and that is st clarity residential cleaning it's coming up on mother's day mother's day is not that far away how about giving your mom or your children's mom a break from having to clean the house. I mean, I, I got to tell you, the drudgery of cleaning drives me crazy. Uh, I, I do some of that at, at home to help my wife out, but I don't like to do it. I mean, you ask me to dust, and it's like asking me to walk to the guillotine. I do not like the dust because you got to take everything off the shelves, and you got to dust, and you got to dust the things that you took off the shelf. Then you got to put them all back. And then you got to make sure you put them all back right where they came from. And I'm just telling you, it's a hassle. Well, stop doing it, okay? Let somebody else do the cleaning. And that's where St. Clarity comes in. St. Clarity Residential Cleaning does a deep cleaning of your home. I mean, even when you clean the home and when I clean the home, I don't get on my hands and knees and uh, clean off the baseboards. I just don't. I've never done that. I, uh, I see some dirt that might be in a corner somewhere uh, that has built up, maybe a little bit of wax or whatever. I don't get on my hands and knees and scrape it out of there. St. Clarity does. They come out to your house, they're going to spend four or five hours getting your house cleaned, a deep clean, a deep clean that you can smell, basically, is what I'm telling you. And here is the key. Normally, if you've got a house up to you know 2,500 square foot, you're going to pay about 300 bucks to St. Clarity normally, unless you listen to the Dave Ellswick show, and then normal goes out the window because you know I'm Abby normal. So here's the key. Uh, you call us at 404-6560, 404-6560, talk to Lynn, talk to Chuck after 9 o'clock, and that $300 cost will only be 150 We'll give you, you'll pay us $150, and we'll give you a uh, certificate that would get your home cleaned for $150. You get a $300 cleaning for 150 
What a great gift for Mother's Day. I'm just telling you. Let your kids give it to their mom. That's just a great gift. That's St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. Call 404-6560. All right. We're back with your final segment of uh, the Dave Ellswick Show for a Friday for this week. I will be back tomorrow in the morning to be on with the car and truck doctors from Bumper to Bumper. And then uh, we'll talk about cars at that time. But right now we're talking about health insurance and how you can save some money doing it a different way. I mean, you've been, you've, for years now, since about the 50s, uh, health insurance has been been done a certain way. And everybody thinks that's the way you got to do it. Yeah, I'm here to tell you with Pat Davis in my studio, it's not the way you have to do it. So, Pat, let, let's talk about two things real quick one talk about the self-employed individual out there sure. and it's very difficult for them and let's talk about businesses that have seen uh the health insurance go up for their employees right and they want to be able to give them good health insurance help them out as well okay so one thing that's real important what Corey was saying i want to stress that there's a difference between owning something and being sold something everybody wants to own but no one wants to be sold. And that's our thing. We are not like pressure people or whatever. So that's why I tell everybody, call me. You're not going to get your arm bent or anything like that. Uh, and if we don't think it's a good fit, we'll take it off the table. We'll just tell you. I don't think this would be a good situation for you. Um, as far as businesses, we do small groups and some different things like that. We have some agents who do a lot of groups, and we have some agents who do larger groups, too. Um, most of the, of the, of my clients are individuals. They might own a business. I have a lot of self-employed. I have several restaurant owners and different doctors and a veterinarian and, you know, all kinds of professionals okay. in that sense. Um, but the biggest thing is that what we do is different. And in, in it's this saying to me is the most important saying, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And people do that. It goes back, because you mentioned the 50s. It used to be when you talked about insurance, it was called hospitalization. Do you remember that? And then over time, insurance started covering every nickel and dime and whatever else. And people wanted to have insurance so they could go and do this and they could have this done. So they pay big premiums to be able to save a little bit of money when they go to the doctor. That's crazy. We teach people how to get paid, actually, to go to the doctor and pay smaller premiums in the process. So, you know, it isn't too good to be true. All you got to do is know with all of the money that insurance companies pocket at your expense when you learn to be a smart shopper and you learn to get your health care at the best places and the best care, seriously, um, it, it, everybody wins. And I think that's a big deal. And so I kind of feel like this. Even if you love the plan that you're on, at some level, we can help pretty much everyone in America right now who's under 65. Seriously, it is even people who have horrible health. We have some things that are happening because of this new law that are going to open doors to us, you know, with private insurance that we never had before. 
And so we don't have to have people that are going to, you know, necessarily go through the marketplace or whatever. So that's a big deal too. And, and the last thing with agents, again, I want to stress, I'm looking for agents. We have the best selling systems. We're constantly creating and developing things that other agencies don't have. And our agents can hit the ground running and be successful. All right. Phone number again to call Pat Davis, 501-605-6900. Thirty-five, or go visit him online at yourhealthplanman.com yourhealthplanman.com and health plan man is just one word pat davis pat we're almost out of time so when are you guys going to get uh shift it up and and help us folks that are stuck on medicare <laughs> well you know we do we do medicare plans i do some i just haven't done very many uh, my son's a medicare specialist with a company um, my focus is so straightforward. It's like if you take all the light in a room, in a huge room, it's not going to do a whole lot. But if you put all that into a laser, you can burn a hole in something. And that's what my focus is right now. You're it's the focused. laser focus because this is a, a window right now for many, many people in America. And like I said, if you're getting a subsidy right now or you just found out you're going to get a subsidy... You still have the same ugly plan with the big deductibles. We're going to be able to step in there and do what we call a deductible buster. And you can end up paying less money than you were before you got your subsidy and have all of these other things put in place. So by all means, just call me. You have zero to lose and everything to gain. All right. 501-605-6935 or yourhealthplanman.com. Pat, thanks for coming in. Thanks for bringing along your uh, your son-in-law, and uh, people can give you all a call and uh, save some money. Our pleasure. Yeah, Appreciate you guys awesome. coming on to do that. All right. I will see you on Monday at uh, 6 a.m. The power panel will be in. And what will we talk about? Politics that affect you. That's what we'll talk about on Monday right here on the Dave Ellswick Show. It's going to be a pretty weekend until Sunday, so go out and enjoy it. UV index today and tomorrow, 10. 10, I tell you. I think I have to get out my uh, banana boat suntan lotion. See you.